what inspired it was I keep getting uh, I, and it drives me crazy. I'm when I'm in these class settings and I see like 30 people, you know, exercising, doing the thing, and then I always can see the girl who's trying to work her butt. Yeah, because she's doing the she jump. Wears bands everywhere. Yeah, jump squats. Wears yeah. bands. Are crazy. Glue click, glue click, glue click. All these weird yeah. hinging movement. Just repetitions on that booty till you're you're yeah. gonna until they're blue to in the death. face. Yeah, and I know what they're I know what they're trying to to accomplish, and I just feel bad because I'm like, man, there's there's such a better process to this, and there's a lot of uh, I think for me at least, and you guys tell me if if uh, this is wrong, but for me, at least ninety percent of all my clients that ever like suffered from not being able to build their butt uh, is because there was a poor neurological connection. 100%. Right? The, yep. the, the, the glutes are rarely a difficult muscle to build. There are muscles in the body that are notoriously difficult, like the calves for a lot of people. But the glutes, I can pretty much make anybody's right. butt grow. Uh, but the problem, like Adam said, is usually they're not the setting up properly. Is off. Yes. Yeah. And so we have a build your butt program on mindpumpmedia.com. And it's a modify, it's a modification to uh, both maps red and maps black. So it's a mod that you add to it specifically designed to get your butt to wake up and fire properly. So then when you do our workouts, you build your ass. We've had a lot of people do the build your butt bundle um, already. And the, the results are coming in and it's dramatic. The before and afters are pretty freaking dramatic. It's nothing we haven't seen before, but I love seeing it still. Well, it, what we did with it, what was why I love it is that it's still six months of programming. That six you, months of that is important with all your your staple movements and the things that we preach and talk about. But then we've taught people how to integrate those exercises yeah. to get the most out of all those foundational workouts and to specifically target an area like that to grow and the thing, the steps that you need to take in order to make that happen. And when you're talking about a neurological connection, it's not just as simple as, oh, you should do this exercise and oh, you should do that yeah, exercise because no. this helps the butt. You can't just jump your way there. Exactly. You have to, you have to, you have to teach it, retrain the brain how to fire it properly and there's steps and ways to do that. And that's what inspired us to create this. And it comes in two different bundles. You can get it in the RGB bundle, the big bundle that comes with all the programs. It's included in that, and then it's also included in the booty bundle, which includes... It literally is called the Build Your Butt Bundle. It includes MAPS Anabolic and MAPS Aesthetic. You follow them one after another. You add the modification in there. You build a butt. It's available at mindpumpmedia.com. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Guys, can I say did something? Like it? The interview we just did, um, probably one of my favorite people that we've interviewed so far. Yeah? Yeah. I liked it too. Because Okay, so we just interviewed uh, Erica Lugo. Um, very interesting story. She's relatively new on the fitness scene, um, has an amazing weight loss story, lost over 150 pounds, um, but she has got the right yeah. attitude her message is just totally authentic and real. Extremely authentic, extremely real. She's very open about uh, the struggles and her current struggles with you know maintaining what she's lost, um, and that she's still learning and she's still growing. Well, can I can I I want to interrupt you for a second? Yes, and I, and, and share. I had I had motives, so I reached out to Erica, and part of what made me reach out, I, I can't even remember how I came across her page, um, and I wanted to talk to her. Mainly because when I started reading her posts, the way she writes, um, I was just really impressed with her attitude. Mm. And it's very, very rare to come across someone like this in fitness and someone so so green and so new and so open-minded and then with a, such a great story. 
Um, I really, I really, and I reached out first and I was hoping just to get her listening to the show. And she did. I remember she started listening to the show and then she, we started talking. I think she says she, I think in the episode she talks, she's listened to about eight episodes or whatever. I'm, I really am excited for her to continue to go through mind pump because of the fact I could tell how open-minded she was. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for her to really dive in and, and allow us to, to influence and help her like in, in her journey. Cause I feel like she's got so she's got so much ahead yeah. of her, like greatness as far as with her attitude and where she's coming from. And the fact that she has that mentality and she's so self-aware and open-minded to learn. Mm-hmm. I just can't wait. Well, her relatability uh, is, I mean, if you're listening right now and you're, um, you struggle with weight loss. She was 320 pounds. 322 pounds, and she lost over 150 pounds. I think 160. No, it's, yeah, 160. And, uh, you know, if you're listening right now and you're in that category where you've got a significant amount of weight to lose or some significant changes to make, um, you're going to want to listen to this interview yeah. because she's got she, great insight on it. She's got great insight, and I asked her some questions. They weren't trick, trick questions, but I asked her questions because I'd like, I, I always want to see what the. The psyche is behind what motivates a person to lose a lot of weight. Because I've seen two types of people lose that much weight. I've seen the unsuccessful people who lost the weight but then gained it back. And then I've seen a few people who lost that weight and then kept it off. And the the difference, the only difference between the two, it's not the technique, it's not the, you know, you know, how they worked out or whatever. Those there's differences there as well. But the main difference between them was their attitude and it wasn't their attitude it was their attitude going into it mm-hmm. their attitude about themselves and um she's got some incredible insight um and i'm so glad she shared it uh in the interview you're about to hear because um that's what you're going to get that's that's what's going to take you where you want to go if you're in that particular situation mm-hmm. um is to be able to find empathy for yourself to you know love yourself and then to ask lots of questions be open and to to tackle your fears because she even talks about how intimidating it was to walk into a gym at 322 pounds and right. having not, you know, not worked out. She's uh, in the running for, um, on Women's Health is running this contest called the Next Fitness Star. And she's one of the six women or five women who are competing for this uh, this title. Um, and apparently there's a lot of things that they have to do to win. And one of them is to get uh, votes online. Um, and so if you listen to this uh, episode, you listen to this interview and she connects with you. And like I said, uh, you know, take my word for it. She's a very real, she comes across very real and authentic and she's the right kind of person that mind pump wants to see um, other people emulate mm-hmm. uh, when it comes impact. To, exactly. Yeah. You go to the Nick, the next fitness star.com and you can vote for her. Her name is, uh, Erica Lugo. Um, and then she also has her own, um, uh, website that you can check her out at, uh, what is that? Erica fitlove.com. And she's also on Instagram at Erica fitlove. Um, but, I mean, just a fantastic young lady, great personality, great she has attitude. She's a YouTube channel, Erica Fit Love. Yep, she's and, got a YouTube channel and a Facebook page. Facebook They're all page. Erica Fit Love. But uh, great attitude, uh, great personality. She's got great charisma. The um, this is the kind of person that Mind Pump likes to see represent the fitness industry. So, without going into any more of it, uh, check it out. Here you go. I'll just have you guys know, I've listened to your podcast. I know you're not formal whatsoever. So <laughs> that won't be an issue. Oh, God, it's such a relief. Yeah. So how, how, many epi- how many episodes do you have under your belt? Have you listened to a few of them? How, how many you got? Um, I've listened to eight of them. Okay. I'm kind of like making my way through them right now. So, But, I, yeah, you guys are not formal whatsoever. So I, <laughs> I didn't expect that by any means. Uh, 
Excellent. So, what uh, have you? Are you like bouncing around randomly, or do you have any? Or I always like to hear when people start first start listening how the, how they decide to choose episodes. Literally, um, whatever struck my like the the title. So, like the golden shower one, I'll have to admit I totally clicked that one first. <laughs> oh my god, that's one of our, that's one yes. of our worst episodes. It yeah. is like the yeah. most random. I don't think we had any. I don't. It think we... was the most random episode. Um, and then there was the pump past and present. The one I think about losing stubborn fat. I also listened to. So those are the ones I can remember off the top of my head right now. Nice, excellent, thank nice. you. Great. So Erica, yeah. tell us a little bit about tell our audience a little bit about your story. Um, it's absolutely fascinating. When I'm on your Instagram, the first thing you know, obviously, it says your name, and then it says down 150 pounds. Tell us your story. Yeah, honestly, I've told the story so many times, and I just feel like it almost gets a little cliche or corny. But for me, it's honestly what what did it for me. Um, at the time, my son was two and a half or three years old, and I clearly remember the moment it happened for me. Um, I was sitting on the couch watching TV. I know I was eating a box of just crap, you know, Cheez-Its or goldfish, whatever it may have been. And my son was on the floor, and he looks up at me, and he's like, Mom, will you come play with me? And the first thought I had was, and like, I don't want to get up. I'm going to have to drag his toys out. I'm going to have to get off the couch. Not only that, I'm going to have to act like I'm interested because I'm too tired to be truly interested. And I was like, I'm going to have to pick up toys. And I told my son, no. Wow. And I don't know what it was. Mm. It's just something in me just clicked and said, holy crap. You just told your son, no, you can't play with them because you were too tired and too exhausted to do it. Um, and I stepped on the scale like the next day, that, that evening, somewhere around that time frame, and it said 322 pounds. And I, I swear, like just even saying it now, my heart just like it goes in your stomach. You're like, I am in my 20s and I'm 322 pounds. What am I doing with my life? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I just, you know, it was like perfect timing. I heard Planet Fitness was opening like five miles away from my house at the time. And it was like the angels were singing like, oh, now is your time. So I went in and signed up. I had no idea what to do. Um, here I am, 322 pounds, never really worked out in my life. I've never been athletic my whole life. Um, knew nothing about nutrition or food or what was good for me, but I just literally started with the basics. I did a little bit of research. Um, you know, everyone says cardio, cardio, cardio. So um, I looked into that. You know, I did some cardio, but I read that doing a little bit of weightlifting at the end of your cardio sessions will prevent loose skin. Well, I mean, I had over 100 pounds to lose, so I was like, well, I'll just kind of try that. But I, I did the basics, less calories in, more calories out to start with, and it's kind of just skyrocketed from there. Um, my journey has been nothing but a learning process. I have done everything by myself. I've researched by myself. I taught myself nutrition and fitness, and now I'm down a little over 160 pounds three years later. That's a fantastic story. Um, yeah, congratulations. So, so you had you had no you had because now you're currently in the running for uh, what is it like the America's uh, Next Fitness Star, I believe. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's and, so cool. And that's women's through health. Um, there you go. Go ahead, continue. Sorry. Yeah, women. Yeah, women's health. Um, I had a follower in like November or December of last year reach out to me on direct message. And I never even check those things that often anyway. So it was rare for me to read them. And she said, Hey, have you ever heard of this competition? I think you'd be an awesome candidate for it. 
So I looked into it, and honestly, I didn't think much of it. It was a big, long questionnaire. I had to submit um, my personal training certifications to prove to them that I was a trainer. I had to show pictures and all sorts of good stuff. And I, again, I just I clicked submit, and I didn't think anything of it. And then they reached out to me in January and said, hey, I'm with Women's Health. We are narrowing down finalists. Would you be interested in shooting us a video to help us narrow down who we want for top five. And I said, yeah, absolutely. When do you need it by? And she said, oh, we need it within the next 24 hours. Oh, so I went to my, yeah, I went to my gym. I don't, I will always remember this. I had my iPhone in my hand and I told the guy, I walked up to some random guy at the gym. I said, I don't know you, but I need you to film this workout video of me real quick <laughs> because I have to submit it for something. Hey bro, hook me up over <laughs> and here. He, he, he was just like, uh, uh, okay. Um, so yeah, I submitted my video and they contacted me and said, congratulations, you're a top five finalist for America's next competition for, um, the next fitness star. So I have been doing that since, um, since January and it just got released this past month and voting goes until August 5th. So is, um, are you allowed to share anything about that stuff? Like, I'm, I'm curious to like, how does the competition work? Like, so you um, yeah, got picked I mean, and then like so, what do you have to do like how what, is there anything you have to actually perform or do or prove or is it just solely based off of voting like how does it work no i mean good question so um you know it's kind of it's it's a unique competition all of us girls i don't know if you got a chance to look at us um we're all kind of different we all bring something different to the table um you know me obviously i feel like they may have picked me just because i'm obviously I've got the transformation story and I'm probably a little bit more relatable to people. Um, but the votes are a big part of it, but we actually have to prove that we can train people and we can relate to people and we can be upfront and honest with people. Um, the editors are also judges. There is, um, what is her name on the Hallmark channel? Debbie Mon- Mononopolis, the funny last name. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. No, but no. (laughs) I gotta watch more TV. All I know is she's got a funny last name, but um, she is a judge on there. Um, We had to do workout videos, so there are workout videos right now posted weekly on thenextfitnessstar.com. We actually had to do our specialty moves at a Fusion Fest in New York, so it was kind of like a soft launch. We had all these people come in and meet us, interesting, and we had to prove that we can train them things. So it's it's more of just like, hey, vote for me. Um, They actually want to prove that you can work with the everyday person and motivate people and inspire people. So So it's, it's more than just basic votes. So when you did it, did it was there like a scoring for it, or was it just like they wanted to make sure you could just perform and do it, or was it like, oh, you know, they you did this great of a workout and she did this and she did that and this person got graded this, this, and this, and you guys were co- like compared that way, or was it just they wanted to make sure you could do it? Was there any sort of a scoring system? How did that work? You know, they they are not letting us know that actually. Oh, so, wow. so you, you know, know, they won't let us know any of that until we actually all find out the winner ourselves. Um, together and we fly out August 6th and then we film the piece um, and we find out who wins that week on TV on the Insider. Fantastic, uh, Erica. I want to yeah. talk. I want to talk to you a little bit more about your your weight loss journey because I know we have people that listen to our show who uh, are in a similar situation to where you were. And, uh, and I mean, I've been a trainer for almost 20 years and I've worked with. Um, lots of people who've wanted to lose uh, lots of weight, you know, over a hundred pounds, 
And um, it's it's an interesting uh, scenario, and it's very difficult. And I think we a lot of times as trainers or people in the industry or or just gym rats, we fail to uh, truly appreciate the the difficulty and the challenges that the people who want to lose in excess of 100 pounds will encounter. One of the things you said mm-hmm. that was very interesting to me was uh, when after you you know you 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 decided okay I, I wanted to you know you said no to your son, you decided to go weigh yourself. Um, I, mm-hmm. I've encountered this a lot. A lot of people in that situation don't even know how much they weighed. H- had you not weighed yourself for a very, very long time, had you had you purposely kind of blocked it out, or, or you know, purposely made yourself ignorant to the fact that you may be over, you know, so many pounds? Oh my God, yeah. I mean, there was, I mean, the scale was always hidden away in a closet. I mean, I didn't even. I didn't even look at my number for years. And honestly, I'm first off, I'm five eleven, So I stick out like a sore thumb anyways. And, um, I've always just felt bigger, but I didn't know how big I was. Mm. And something just clicked in me. I was like, this is just not right. I've got to do something. And I jumped on. Um, but no weight to me has, I've always ignored it. I've always been a big girl. I've always struggled with being a big girl. I come from a big Hispanic family we eat, we drink, we laugh, and we eat some more. And that's what we do. Mm-hmm. And um, I grew up with food as a reward. I've always packed on the pounds. Um, and especially after my son, it just got progressively worse. So I, I never even thought, I was like, you know what, I'm so far, I don't even need to know, because it's just beyond repair at this mm-hmm. point. So, so the scale was totally an enemy for a good part of my life. So look, looking back, because um, you know it's easy. It's easier now to look back and say, "Okay, I know why I did these things." Obviously, at the mo at the time, you probably were unaware of it, right? Um, looking back, do you did, was it something? I mean, did you purposely think to yourself, like, or say to yourself, or just ignore a lot of the signs? Like, I had clients that would tell me that they would never get un- undressed in front of the mirror, or they would never look at themselves in a full length mirror um, because. Uh, it was, and, and this was after they had lost the weight. They would look back and say, "Wow, I realized I would do that to kind of almost like block out, you know, what I was doing to myself." Looking back, did you find were you, were you in a similar situation? You know what's funny is I people ask me that all the time, and there is no for my weight loss. There is no like sob story. You know, there was never times where I was terrified to look in the mirror. There, I mean, there were instances, of course, because when you're that much overweight, you're going to have difficulties in some areas of your life. You know, I remember key moments like wanting to walk into Forever 21. And when I did, I would get dirty looks from the staff Mm. because they were probably like, wow, what is she doing in here? There's no way she could fit in here. Whether that was my own thought process or they were really thinking that, but that's just something that pops up in my mind. But I've never was that person that was Oh, I don't want to look at myself. Oh, I'm not, I'm not okay. Or I'm not, a, you know, I'm not attractive or whatever it may be. I never talked down to myself because of my weight, but what clicked for me was like, I couldn't keep up with my kid. Like my life was impacted, not my self-esteem. If that makes sense. I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's definitely a disconnect. You know, a lot of people, when they're that overweight, they always have these stories like, I don't want to look in the mirror and I never want to went, I never went out and I, you know, avoided dating and I avoided intimacy and whatever it was, that wasn't who I was. I wanted to change my life because I could see it truly affecting my physical well-being. Fantastic. Um, you, so, this, yeah. you know what strikes me on this right now is that um, that's probably one of the key reasons why you were successful um, because you had, you still had a good sense of uh, self or self-esteem. It's very self-aware. Yeah. Just, just listening to her talk, I, I feel like 
uh, a lot of clients, and I know where you're going with this. I feel like a lot of our clients um, are not. They they've kind of blocked a lot of that, or they're not aware. I feel like you were you're very self aware. You know, and since you are so self aware, do you do you uh, look back and are there certain things that uh, you attribute that got you there? Like as far as like you know, bad eating. Obviously, there was bad eating habits. Obviously, there was lack of exercise. That that's an obvious. But were there specific mm-hmm. habits? that you realized that, you know, kind of came out, came out of nowhere. I, I went through, a, I don't know if you've, how far back on my page you went, but even as a trainer, I went through a whole transformation process where I fell out of shape for two years and then it was after an injury. And I remember like there was, it just seemed like it crept up. I never really noticed it until one day I felt it and realized a real similar story. And I remember like thinking like, wow, I was like eating a, a, a Ben and Jerry's thing of ice cream like every single night and like thinking that was no big deal because I was able to do that as a kid and it didn't make it didn't put any weight on me. So I had justified that in my head that it was all right. Like, were you doing things like this that you look back now and you thought, oh, my God, I, I can't believe I was doing that. Oh, my God. Absolutely. I mean, you know, we all call it the happy pounds. So when you get in a relationship, you know, I'm divorced now, but, you know, when you get in a relationship, you get to that comfortability level. Um, and you, you go out to eat and you're happy and life's great and you're married and you have a baby and, you know, all of your, you know, you kind of lose your own identity, I guess. I mean, you're still happy and, and, you know, self-conscious of who you are and your worth, but, you know, you kind of fade a little bit in the background because you're taking care of everyone else. Mm. And it's, you know, eating now, it's like, man, like when I order a pizza, you know, because I don't deprive myself. But when I order a pizza for me and my son for dinner one night, I eat one piece and a salad. Before, I could eat that whole pizza by myself, a whole bag of chips and a two liter of Coke, no problem. And that that happens to me all the time. I'm like, I can't believe that's what I was doing and I never recognized it. Or, you know, I'm very honest on my page. If you look, I am a binge eater. And that's something I still struggle with to this day, you know, knowing what my triggers are and, and what can bring those on. But there were moments where I would eat breakfast before I left the house, and then I would go to McDonald's and get a, you know, number one meal, super size. so give me the largest Coke you got, and then I would go to work and eat that. Two hours later, I was rummaging in my desk for a candy bar, and it just would spiral to where I was even eating, going through fast food places before I went home to make dinner, eat that in the car, hide the wrappers, eat mm. dinner, And then I would pick at dinner when I was cleaning up dinner, if that makes sense. So, you know, when you're, when you're stuck in that habit and you're not really aware of your eating because you are happy with life and you are content with who you are, you don't realize all those little things that completely add up and and you don't realize the habits that you formed because of it. I got a question for you. After like recognizing this pivotal moment where, you know, you, you basically came to that conclusion that like, I have to address this. And, uh, what, what were your steps as far as like, you know, what, what sort of resources did you find and what were your, what, what would you say like helped you the most as far as like placing you back into a fitness mentality? Yeah. Um, honestly, it's learning to ask questions and learning to be open. Um, when you deal with weight your whole life, you, you build that mindset like it's kind of a dirty little secret under the rug that no one talks about. Like you can visually see it, but no one talks about it and no one's open about it. And you feel like it's your own dirty little secret. You know, you're hiding all these bad habits and, oh, I don't look that bad. You know, no one has said anything, so it's okay. I think what made the big change for me and continues to help me now is the fact that I'm open and I ask questions. I am not scared 
to be judged by someone when I go up to them in the gym and say, hey, I saw you do that. What does that work? Or, or why do you do mm-hmm. it? Or where did you start off with that? Um, I put myself out there. I mean, I was very, very honest about my journey. Um, I let people know, no, guys, this is it. I'm going to do it. Like, I need your help. You know, if we're at a barbecue, you need to tell me, or you need to, we need to have some healthy options or, but I made friends at the gym, you know, and I would tell them, Hey, I've lost 20 pounds so far. Do you want to work out with me sometime? I didn't shelter myself and I asked questions and I researched and I learned from others. I think there's so many of us out there. I mean, you guys know you're trainers. We have, there's tons and millions of ways to lose weight. We all know that hands down. And it gets so overwhelming that we do it ourselves because we're a little, like, again, we feel like it's our dirty little secret that we're trying to lose weight or we're trying to be healthy, that we try to research all these methods and we get so overwhelmed and we just ignore it. We don't ask for help. We don't reach out to people. Um, we don't make friends in the community. We don't surround ourselves with like-minded people. And then we fail. So that I, I truly feel like has, has been the biggest reason why I've been so successful because I just put myself out there. Yeah. I, di- I didn't hide it. Well, this is Erica, what inspired great. Mind Pump. That's this, exactly yeah. what inspired Mind Pump. 100%. Your, um, your, your openness and honesty um, is uh, fantastic. I, I would consider how you're doing it to be the best way to promote um, the health and fitness, you know, the, the basically wellness and health uh, to the masses because, you know, if I'm somebody who is having trouble losing weight or whatever, and I go on, uh, you know, this person's fitness page, and all I see is, a, you know, how they're perfect or how they're, you know, balls of the wall training and, you know, this and that. And then I go on yours, I can, re- number one, relate to you. And it's not just because you lost all that weight. It's because your posts and the way you talk about it, you're very open. You even said now you still struggle a little bit with, you know, binge eating. And I want to ask mm-hmm. you this question. Do you think because I know I know what Mind Pump does for me. I know how talking on this podcast, I've said many times it's therapeutic for me. Um, do you mm-hmm. find posting on social media and engaging with your audience to be also to also motivate you to continue doing what you're doing? Because I think when I've seen many times people lose weight, you know, that much weight and go through that challenge. It doesn't it's not like, oh, it's over. It's easy now. It's it's constantly kind of a challenge. Is this therapeutic yeah. for you? You know, social media, it's got good and bad. You know, um, we're we're all human at the end of the day, you guys including. I mean, I follow your pages. I don't know. Is Justin on this call, too? He's here. I'm here. Come on. Justin, okay. First off, I have some beef with you because he's the only one who doesn't follow me on Instagram. So I'm a little perturbed about that. Put me on blast. (laughs) I'm so following you right this instant. I know. Now he's going to click that follow button. No, but we're all human. We all struggle, you know, and putting ourselves out there. Yeah. It does it help me. Absolutely. Like my goal is sounds cheesy and sounds cliche as hell, but I want to change the way people look at fitness, um, fitness, you know what, what you guys do in your bodies, your physiques and how hard you work. It's hands down amazing, but not everyone can live a life like that. Not everyone can start off right away just saying, Hey, that's what I need to get to. How do I get there? Um, why can't, you know, someone like me, who's a size eight, be on the cover of fitness magazine, you know, why, why can't a normal everyday person be integrated in the fitness world? So social media has really helped me in that aspect because it holds me accountable, but I'll be honest, there's some times where I'm just like, Oh, screw it. You know what I mean? Of course. Uh, I'll use a picture from two weeks ago. Sometimes it, it, it rears its ugly head. Like sometimes you feel like it's just too much pressure and you go, I'm supporting 222,000 people 
on social media on Instagram. Who's there to support me? Who's there to help me when I need it? Mm -hmm. And you kind of go through like the bad side of social media because you're like, you can't let everyone down. But at the same time, I'm a real human being too. So there's pros and cons to it. Has it really helped me in the long run? Absolutely. But has it also taught me a lot about the bad? For sure. Yeah. Well, I found I found the whole social media aspect and even through the podcast, it's just, uh, you know, dealing, having dealt with my own body image issues, you know, on, on the reverse side of, of what you've done, um, I, I've noticed that it just puts it out there. Like, I can't avoid mm-hmm. it. It's in my face. It's out there. People see. People listen. And so I have to either deal with it or... Like you're saying, there's that bad side that can potentially come out of it where it makes you want to run the opposite mm-hmm. direction. So, um, oh yeah, yeah. So I commend you for you know your 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 strength. Just talking with you, you you you've got the right, the absolute right attitude that I would tell other people who are in a similar situation or a similar situation to where you were to adopt. And uh, one, you know, one of the things I've always said to people um, was before you lose weight, I want you to get healthy. Um, and that means uh-huh. getting healthy with yourself and, you know, loving yourself and being empathetic towards yourself. Cause it sounds like, um, that was the approach that you took uh, when you started. How scary was it for you going into a gym, uh, at 320 pounds and going in and starting this journey that you hadn't, you'd never done before. Was it intimidating? How did you feel? Um, it was scarier than hell. <laughs> I mean, there was, I mean, I, you know, looking back at old pictures, because I mean, I've done, you can go back to my very first post and see how much I have honestly grown as a person from this journey. You know, from my first moment in the gym, I was wearing, you know, yoga pants, full-length yoga pants. I had to wear, like, four sports bras just to hold my girls in. I wore, like, crazy colors because I thought that was a cool thing to do. Um, I just, I wasn't myself and I didn't feel comfortable, especially walking into even planet fitness where they say no gym intimidation, but there's going to be fitness people who look great anywhere you go. And you're going to be intimidated anywhere you go. If you're not comfortable with who you are or what your goal is. Um, so yeah, I mean, I was nervous. I mean, I was, I felt, you know, when I was running on a treadmill and I could only run for two seconds before I had to put the treadmill speed back down, I'm like, Oh my gosh. I know someone here is looking at me thinking, oh, she's slowing down again. I knew she couldn't do it. You honestly learn that that's all in your own head. You know, no one is losing sleep over what you did and did not do in the gym except yourself. And um, I've just learned that you have to be confident and own, and, and own your journey because I have talked to so many people in the gym who have stories like me or have, you know, who look like they may have not lost weight, but they've already lost 60 pounds on their journey. You know, so that's where I I, I tie in the whole get to know where you are, get to know people, ask questions, and it becomes less intimidating over time. I love, I love uh, that you said that because, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, people go to the gym. I hear this all the time. uh, They're intimidated. They feel like they're being judged or watched. You know, they're afraid to use a machine because, oh my gosh, I don't know how to use it. What if I use it wrong and people are going to watch me and laugh or whatever. And having been someone who's been in gyms most of his life, I'm very, very comfortable in gyms, but I'm also extremely aware that I don't really, you you know who I watch? I'll watch trainers when they're training people improperly or they're about to hurt someone. But if I see someone who's a beginner or overweight working out, if I notice them at all, the first thing I think to myself is, 
hell yeah like look yeah. at you kicking ass yeah and now that you're yeah, now you're totally. on now that you're on the fit side now that you're on the fitness side of it um is that is that like apparent to you i mean when you see people who come into the gym like you did when you first started do you even notice them or if you mm-hmm. do what do you think you know, honestly, I don't notice them unless I see someone truly having an amazing workout. Like I, that's, that was a big eye opening thing for me. I'm like, I'm not noticing anyone. So why would they be noticing me? You know, I don't, I don't just stare people down. Now, if I see someone walking past me and they are drenched in sweat, or if I see someone doing supersets and they are just like going ham, hell yeah, do I notice them? Um, but no, it's not, you know, it's, I don't think any of us go into the gym purposely thinking, who am I going to spot today? Or what can I watch today? Or what kind of people can I watch today? Um, if you do, you're there for a different reason than what you should be. Um, but no, I, I really don't, I don't spot them out unless I see an, an amazing workout or something worth noticing. So just go in the gym and do your thing. No one's there purposely trying to watch you. Now you, you, you've, uh, you have the unique opportunity to, uh, to, to completely change the way you look in a relatively short period of time. And that gives you the opportunity to see how people react to you from when you were 322 pounds to now. Um, what do you mm-hmm. notice differences? Do you get treated differently when you, and I, I, I want to talk about this because I would like people to be aware. I, you know, I, I'll tell you why I'm asking this. I was in Disneyland last week and uh, you know, it always blows me away at the amount of people that are in scooters who are, able-bodied but because they're so overweight they can't walk around disneyland and i find myself needing to look for empathy for these people um i want to find empathy for them because uh you know even though they've they've technically put themselves in that situation um you know i'm not in their shoes and i don't understand you know you know what they've been through but i know there's definitely people Mm -hmm. i'm sure there's definitely people that are going to treat them differently as a result what did you experience from you know when you started to now do people treat you differently do you see different looks are you received differently absolutely i hate to admit that but absolutely hands down am i i I don't want to even completely say the reason i'm treated differently is because of my physical appearance um i mean obviously i'm single now i'm divorced now so it's different for me because i am at that point where i'm actually getting noticed by the opposite sex or i get complimented so that's that's different because I was, you know, I was going through my divorce when I was overweight um, and I wasn't getting any stares or any notices or any compliments. So has that changed? Absolutely. In the other regard, when it just comes to people interaction, I don't think they're treating me different because of my physical appearance. I think they're treating me differently because how I am as a person. Mm. Um, if you are truly on the fitness and wellness path for the right reason, you are going to grow. In one area of your life, you're going to grow, whether it be your self-worth, how you treat yourself, the way you present yourself to people, how you talk to people, how you dress, how you move, how you walk, you're going to grow. And I feel like I have truly grown in a 360-degree way. It's like I am not the same person I was two years ago. Um, Was I always happy with myself? Yeah. Did I have self-esteem back then? Absolutely. All my before pictures, you always see me smiling. I was always having a good time, but I feel better as a person. I'm more confident in who I am because I have been through the trenches and I have proved to myself I am totally capable and totally worthy of kicking ass. And I think that just that kind of comes through when I meet people 
And when I talk to people, I'm strong. I don't second guess myself. Um, I'm not nervous. I'm, I'm just more comfortable as who I am as a person. So that's why I feel like people treat me differently, not because of physical, but just who I am as a person now. That, that reminds me, uh, one of the things I noticed was, um, and I'm curious because you sound like you have so much uh, energy and seem so positive. Did you notice that energy and uh, change at all? Because I, I, when I go back, and I, I did actually did a video log of my whole transformation. So when I go back and I listen mm-hmm. to m- myself talking to the camera, um, I, I to me it was my normal voice, but when I look at it now, it sounds mm-hmm. so different from me now. You could just hear it's the, sexier now. <laughs> it's, it's much sexier oh, yeah. now. It's, you could just you can hear. You sound so confident right now. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Right, like there, it it, uh, it comes off uh, way more confident. My energy. I'm Some talking, people would say cocky, but yeah, <laughs> it comes off. I wasn't gonna say it. I wasn't gonna say it, but I'm glad you did. All right. <laughs> Did you did you notice this? Did you notice uh, that uh, change, or or have you always been consistently like you are right now? Because I feel like you're you're just full of energy. Yeah, I mean, I've always you know people meet me and they always say like I know no stranger. I've always been a people person, but um, you know, bubbly or outgoing or lively, however you want to describe me. But the the biggest thing is is I don't second guess myself when I talk now. Like I have may have been bubbly and outgoing and talkative, but I always in the back of my head have thought, and this sounds terrible, but I thought, wow, you know, I don't care about myself because of my weight or this or that. Why would they? Mm -hmm. And that would be something that I would think in the back of my head. And I'd constantly always be like, is, was that the right thing to say? Or should I have joked that way? Or should I have gone up and said hi to that person the way I did now? There's no holds barred. Like, I don't, I don't care. Um, so I think that's the biggest difference. Um, am I more confident in the way I approach people? And, And yeah, absolutely. Um, but I, I mean, again, if you're on this journey for the right reasons, you're going to change on who you are on the inside, not just on the outside. Have Have you found that having going through that that challenge? Because uh, you know, you you ha- you sound very confident, um, you very self aware, great energy. Um, but it was a challenge, you know. Anybody who does that mm-hmm. transformation, you're going to go through some serious uh, challenges and roadblocks. And having conquered mm-hmm. that. Do you now find yourself willing to take on other challenges, different things? Maybe before you were scared of, you know, speaking in front of people. And now you're like, oh, look, I lost 150 pounds. I know I can stand in front of this crowd Mm -hmm. and talk now. Do you find that it's empowered you in other parts of your life? Yeah. Oh, my God. Beyond belief. So I did a YouTube video of when I was, and this is prime example. So I did a YouTube video. um, I've been logging my whole women's health journey behind the scenes for months. And I couldn't release it until just recently. Um, when the competition was announced. So this is the the perfect example. I had lost, you know, over 150 pounds walking into this competition. Confident as I'll get out, feeling good about who I am and where I am and what I've put down and what I've been able to accomplish. Then I will walk into this room and meet these four other girls um, at a big women's health meeting, you know, in the corporate building. And I am thinking, holy shit, do I really belong here? I don't fit in. I am not good enough for these people. I'm not good enough for this magazine. And you think you're confident until you've had to be presented with different challenges. Like I thought I was confident until I had to sit at a round table with four gorgeous, amazing girls who've been in fitness their whole life to be on the cover of a fitness magazine. Um, I thought I was confident until I had to film a commercial in New York, you know, when people are going quiet on set Mm. and there's 150 people looking at you and listening to you, 
that's a whole new level of confidence that I haven't encountered yet. So I believe that no matter what, fitness or, or wellness, health, whatever you may be doing in your life, you're always going to be challenged to reach that next level. And what you put yourself through is only going to empower you more so. I even told the editor when we were doing the photo shoot, I said, you know what? I find myself not enjoying this moment whatsoever because I'm too busy comparing myself and just beating myself up because of my own mentality. Did you really express and, that and to you them? You, you really said that to them? Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah. And um, it's actually, it's, it's on the vlog. It's on, there's actually a piece in the magazine too, where she, she wrote that, you know, I found myself comparing myself to the other girls there. And it's, and it's honest, you know, you can be as confident as you can, but until you really truly battle those inner demons for yourself, you're ne- you're never going to get there. Well, um, I'm, but I'm, there's always opportunities to just up the bar. I'm going to say this. Um, I'm making this this uh, this observation, and uh, maybe I'm wrong, um, but you know, I've worked with lots of people who've had to lose lots of weight, and you're mm-hmm. ta- you, you're saying something that's interesting that I think is probably uh, um, one of the c- components of your success. And it's that you're not afraid to express what you're feeling, or you're not ex- you're not afraid to. For sure, that's a huge reason. Yeah, you're not af- sure. You're not afraid to um, express weakness or doubt to other people because that would be difficult for me to tell. You embrace it instead. Yeah, it's like very powerful. Like you're at this production, you're telling this producer person, like, "Wow, I'm uh, not feeling very confident right now. I don't feel good, like because I'm comparing myself to other people." That process mm-hmm. alone has got to be helpful. Yeah, you're self-aware. It's all about being self-aware, you know, and again, I mean, if you look at the magazine, too, if you're flipping through the pages, look on the cover, you know, I am not built like those other girls. I'm 5'11", and I'm, I'm kind of just a curvy fit, and I'm the one wearing pants. I'm the one wearing a full tank top. I'm the one who said no to the sports bras and the crop tops because I wasn't comfortable, and I was very honest about that. You know, when we went to the wardrobe, I walk in and they have all these outfits already made for us. And, um, you know, without even trying them on, I was like, nope, uh, hell no, that's not going to work. And I'm like, it's just not going to work. I said, look at all these other girls that are five, four and under have been fit their whole life. And here I am five eleven, and had just lost 150 pounds. And I was like, I was kind of had a little mini anxiety attack in the dressing room. Cause I was like, Oh my God. Like, what do they expect of me? This is not right. I shouldn't be here. They picked the wrong person. Um, so, yeah, you just have to be really self-aware and, and learn from it. I think that's the biggest thing is so many people go through trials and tribulations, but what do they take away? They just go, whew, I made it through a rough week. But did they learn anything? Did they learn why they made it through the rough week or what their triggers were for the rough, the rough week? No, they just move on. They're not being self-aware. So being honest and open has, has truly, again, that's honestly, like you guys said, I feel like is why I've been so successful because I do share that openly. Well, I'll be honest with you. I think you're, you're uh, you know, you talk about being the only one in pants and a full tank top. And I think, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, I think that's going to help you. Not that you were necessarily planning it to do it that way. But I think it makes you appear more approachable and real, um, and your story does as well. And then just talking to you on the show, um, to be honest with you, I think uh, America is ready for that kind of yeah. more uh, genuine honesty. Yes, because we've been inundated with the uh, you know all super perfect looking you know you know Nazi style training yeah. type of 
you know, trainer and it, people are like, okay, like where's the real person that I can relate to that knows what I'm going through. So I think that's uh, yeah. your, your approach, uh, you know, as real as it is, is also a good strategy. No, it's actually, it's our business strategy. Yeah. When you think about it, that's what, that was what was so important to all of us starting mind pump was that we were going to keep this very upfront, you know, if, if mm-hmm. we come across, if we, if we give information out there and then we find out that later studies come out to prove that it's wrong, then we would come forward and be like, this is what's new studies have came out and said, and always admit our faults. And we, we try and humanize ourselves for our audience. So they understand that we struggle too and go through that. I think it's a very important message that not a lot of fitness people deliver. So I love hearing your story, which also makes me uh, wonder, are you, do you have plans for this business wise or what do you have a strategy like in mind or are you currently using your certification? Like what do you, uh, do you have anything like that in store? Oh, look at you trying to get all the behind the scenes mm-hmm. information. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Um, you know, honestly, yeah, I, I, I said this to you guys earlier, like my goal is truly to change the way the fitness community is viewed. Um, and I just feel like I've been super lucky and blessed for the platform I have and yeah, I'm, I'm currently filming, um, workout DVDs, um, that I'm going to be obviously putting them up on my website. Um, the biggest thing that I love doing is I don't know if you guys got a chance to look at my YouTube or my posts is, um, my boot camps. They are named, um, EFL boot camps. And if you guys have seen anything about these boot camps, they are literally hands down the most amazing experience you can ever have. Um, I want to, I'm actually in the talks with a couple companies right now who are wanting to sponsor a actual tour um, next summer. So hitting, you know, at least 15, 20 states next summer. Um, This event that I do, all shapes and sizes come to this event. It is more than just a workout. It is, it's a boot camp, but it's also something that you walk away with going, I can do this. I am strong enough to do this. Um, we don't just work out. We actually, I do what I call motivational exercises. So I want you to literally work your heart and your mind just as much as you do your body. Um, because if you don't, you're not going to really be in this for the long run and it's not going to be something that you're going to be successful doing. Um, so the boot camps is something I'm really passionate about because you meet these people face to face and it's probably the most humbling experience you can ever have having someone come up to you hug you, cry, and say, you changed my life, or you changed the way my family views what health and fitness really should be, or because of you, I've lost 50 pounds, or because of you, I got out of a bad relationship because I realized I was good enough to do something for myself. That, like, just saying that gives me goosebumps. Mm. Um, I love you. you. I work with... (laughs) So does America. (laughs) Fantastic. You know, I work... That, I mean, I that's the right message, someone. Erica. That's the that is the yeah. right message. Yeah. I absolutely love what you're saying. Yeah. So how's yeah, your dating I, life? I just, you know, everyone. So many people are exactly where I was when I started. Overweight. You might, you know what? You don't even have to be overweight. You just may be unfit and want to get fit and don't feel good about yourself. Just because you're not overweight by medical standards does not mean that you don't feel comfortable in your body. So. So many people are at a point in their lives where they want to change and take control of their physical well-being that they just don't know where to start and they don't know how to get started or, or tap into that. And I want to be that person to tap into the masses and be like, you can do this. Um, and, and you can change who you are, just not physically, but mentally and emotionally too. And, and that 
is what I want to take over the world. I want to be like a really tall and sweeter Jillian Michaels, oh, if that makes sense. Please replace her. With a little, so, bit, of a, with a little so. bit of an Oprah flair in there. Oh, there you go. Like a little bit of Mexican Oprah, that yeah. kind of thing. You see where I'm so going? who's going to be your partner in crime? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Describe this. Yeah, uh, how's, the dating, awesome how's the dating life now, That uh, the single life going for you? Oh, my God. Dating is non-existent. It is so rough to date. Come on, girl. Oh, it's coming, girl. Come on. The train's it's coming. What? I know you're getting it's, it's gotta be way. it's gotta be getting thrown at you constantly. You yeah. got a quarter million oh, followers there and yeah, and you you look amazing. No, Confident, sexy. You, everyone sex listen, I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> Dating, especially when you're big on social media, is non existent. A men are so intimidated by what I do because I'm I'm gonna be honest. I am a girl who literally wants to take over the world and I'm gonna do it. Oh B, shit. when your life's so out there. People don't like to share you. They don't like to know that you're giving everyone else a selfie. They want me to text a selfie to them. And I'm like, honey, I don't got time for that. So, it's, you know, when you, and when your life's on there, it's just, you know, it's, it's almost non-existent. And I am not down with the DMs. So I don't, <laughs> I'm not checking them to see who's hitting on me or who's tagging me. So, so I should, I should feel good that you creep my page a little bit then? <laughs> oh, I did. I yeah. felt so bad. I'm so too. calling, you, like, out. I'm calling like, you out on air right now. Good, because she called me out for not following her. So <laughs> you deserve that. So he just chucked me under the bus, ran me over, reversed, and did it again. <laughs> He's the I handsome know. one. Well, I get it. I didn't even realize. I didn't even realize because I was like, oh, snap. I just totally like this guy's picture, and he's in a relationship with some really cute girl. I better put a stop to this real quick. <laughs> so I was like, oh, just, no more. Just, just go for it. Break. That's my advice. Well, you, you, Okay, so yeah, you're very fit, very motivated, very driven on social media. You just need a very confident, strong man who can handle that. because, And unfortunately... Yeah. Um, a lot of guys got they real. They don't make them like that. Either. Yeah, there's a lot of fragile egos out there, mm. unfortunately. But yeah. you know, now that you're putting it out there, I'm sure yeah. they'll be. They'll be <laughs> they might be coming, <laughs> hugging, <laughs> hugging kittens and doing push-ups. Um, you know, one you last. You know what? The way the way to my heart is just donuts. Just show show up to my door with the baker's <laughs> oh, dozen, go. and you got me. Oh, you got me. <laughs> um, you know, one last thing. Your your has your training evolved since you first started? Because your body. Um, uh, it's when you look at your Instagram, your body's evolved. You went from losing the weight and being, you know, skinnier and lean, to now it, it looks like you're, you're, you've got some more muscle. There's more tone, um, you know, more shape to your body. Is, have, have you incorporated more weight training as Sal, a result? Sal just used the word tone. I toner. Well, I have too, though. We, we, <laughs> we, we, calling we, you a toner. We, now he said that word, yeah. and that just shows you. We we've talked about this. I don't know if you've caught this episode yet, Eric, or not, but we. We uh, one of the first things we called out. I believe it was a uh, female fitness mist. One of the first episodes we ever did, and we talked about the made up word tone as if a muscle could get toned. And yeah. I actually used it in a later episode. Caught myself, and I just caught Sal, so I had to. I <laughs> well, had to interrupt. She such, knows. such a marketing <laughs> term. Well, but she, damn, I just used now. You're now you're giving me a complex. I just I'm pretty sure I put the word toned on a post like yesterday. Oh, so. oh well, we've I, all done it. I'm gonna have to trip. edit that one. No, I'm excited. I'm actually <laughs> with the, your attitude that you have. Um, is so awesome and and the fact that you're really just now getting into mind pump i can't wait to talk to you after you've put about 20 30 episodes in your belt <laughs> because you're you're going to be mind blown because i know you're very open-minded to listen and then when we start really die and you've listened to some kind of fun ones 
But as you start to dive into some really deep ones that we get into science and stuff like that and what's wrong with the fitness industry, and you talk about wanting to be someone who changes it, like yeah. we we believe we're on the front end You'd of that. You'd be That's a great face for that. Yeah, yeah. Th- w- this is what we've been preaching for a long time, and we actually we we break down a lot of stuff that gets said in the fitness industry, and 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 we even admit that hey, we were we were victims ourselves. This we used to say this, we used to preach this because this is what we were being told. This is what we've been we've been taught. And we would just regurgitate what we've learned. And we've read a study. We saw something that backed it, so we assumed it was right. Or we read it in a book, so we figured it must be true. But so much of the the propaganda out there is is it's just it's propaganda. It's 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 backed by companies that are biased and are uh, have motives behind it. And there's not a lot of good people out there giving out good information and good science. A lot of it's you know bro science or myth and. The word tone is it, you can't tone a muscle; it's impossible. It just to, builds or, yeah. or, or, or yeah. shrinks. But wh- how does your how has your training changed? Because your body has been changing still, even though you lost the majority of the weight, you know, early on. Mm-hmm. You look you look different. Yeah, no, I, I've completely um, yeah, I've completely switched gears. You know, losing the weight, I was more cardio focused. I I've always incorporated hit, which I'm sure you guys obviously know, high intensity interval training. Um, and that's what I really feel like has helped me with the loose skin because I was incorporating weights, um, throughout my workouts, but you know, I'd finish off with a couple light dumbbells, whatever, just something simple, just to be a little bit more proactive. Um, once I lost the weight, I was like, man, I have no ass. And I was like, I have no legs. I am like, just, I felt just unshapely and um you know weights have always been something where i saw people working on them constantly and again this is where i I told you earlier i was completely okay with walking up to someone and being like hey why do you do that set or what does this do for your body can you maybe teach me or, or show me how you do that real quick and i just i learned from there so my my whole routine is more weight intensive now don't get me wrong i love that damn stairmaster i could marry that thing if i would but um, I'm more weight focused and my training because of it has switched. Um, when I first got certified, um, I just, you know, nowadays that's another thing. There's so many damn certifications out there yes. that, you know, anyone can, anyone can say, oh, I got certified and took a five minute test. And, you know, I was guilty of that a year and a half ago because legality wise, when people wanted to work with me, I had to be some kind of certified trainer. Um, and I just, you know, I used my own life experiences building a program a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm actually certified ISSA and I'm actually working on my NASM as well, along with the nutrition aspect of it, um, it's completely changed. There's science behind it. Everyone is different. Numbers are different. Um, you learn to really break down the myths and go, oh, well, just because Dr. Oz says that's good for me, <laughs> you know, you realize it's not really good for you. Mm-hmm. And because of that, my clients now it's crazy. It's almost mind blowing. You know, it's just, it's just right down to science and, and really working with people and getting on a personal level with them. My clients now, their bodies change so much more progressively or in the right kind of way and smart versus before they were just losing the pounds. And that process um, will you know, keep... And, and, and you guys did a podcast and I completely agree with this and I will still agree with this, even if it, even if it's my business is you guys did a podcast where you talked about no matter what, no matter what program that you have from an Instagram person or a trainer in the gym, you can't tell that person that that program didn't work because it was something different for their body. So it's going to work. You know what I mean? It's something different that their body had to adapt to. So they're going to lose weight. They're going to lose inches and you can't tell them otherwise that that program wasn't scientifically based or proven in any which way. I was just going to tell um, you, I've learned, 
<laughs> Sorry to, uh-huh. to interrupt you there. Uh, I was just going to tell you that process, it keeps refining. And so, you know, you, you maintaining that open mind as far as like going up to people asking questions and, you know, keep researching and uh, looking at, you know, finding new uh, spins and new different ways to approach uh, training your clients and also just uh, experiencing fitness. Um, you know, right. be, remain open. That's such the, the best mentality to have in, um, that's you know, why you're going to do very, that's well. why you're going to do well. Yeah. And that's why I think that, you know, th- th- this show that we've created is really about that. It's about us seeking, uh, how to optimize uh, all these different pathways. It's totally, it's totally geared to someone like you. I exactly. Couldn't, it couldn't be more geared towards yes. you. It's exactly what our, our demographic really is, is trainers that are up and coming in the industry. They have an open mind enough to know that there's a lot of information out there. How do I weed through what's right, what's wrong, and constantly growing and learning? And we do that with, with, with our audiences. There's, like I said before, that we're always seeking, we're always on the newest studies, the newest things that are coming out on not only on uh, just the fitness stuff, but technology that's related to fitness and nutrition. And I mean, we're big on that and we're big on, you know, sharing that with our audience and helping them, you know, read through this stuff and under and filter through what, uh, what is good and how beneficial things are that are being, that are being fed to all of us. Did, did we just bond there? I think we just bonded. <laughs> Thank you for listening to mind pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump.